It's Tuesday, September 19th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And so I'm here in Port-au-Prince with uh, my good friend and brother and the International Director for Lifeline Children's Services, Josh Caldwell. And Josh and I are here this week uh, to just visit with government officials, visit with orphanage partners, and visit with other partners here on the ground in Haiti. Uh, we have had the great opportunity to work in Haiti for, for many years, and really since 2011, we've been working in Haiti with orphan care as well as with adoption, and have seen just some great fruit out of the ministry here. And so Josh and I are actually uh, outside on a street in Port-au-Prince recording this podcast, and so as you hear things in the background, that's just the true real life of Haiti. And then, too, if you've been watching the news recently, you know that there is a Category 5 hurricane that is headed towards the Caribbean and could potentially have a brush with Haiti as well. And so you certainly feel that energy. There was a transportation strike today, and so there have been other types of strikes, as there's just a lot of strife in this country. And a lot of places that we can pray, so much need in this country. And it's really, it's it's sobering, isn't it, Josh? Because this is so close to home. I mean, it took us two and a half hours right. to get here from Atlanta, and yet there's just such deprivation, such yeah. lostness here, such poverty that's here. And so just talk a little bit about our purposes for being in Haiti this week, if you will, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, Herbie. You know, uh, Haiti does touch really close to home to me. My wife and I adopted from Haiti uh, two years ago, and we're extremely thankful for the ministries we've come in contact with in Haiti. And just thinking about the purposes of our trip, you know, when we go into a country like Haiti, um, when we're looking to find ways to uh, manifest the gospel to vulnerable children, to to live out the mission of Lifeline in an area, in a country that has poverty, that has a system that has um, been destroyed in lots of ways and is being rebuilt um, you know, we want to come alongside the the local government. We want to come alongside ministry partners and find ways that we can work together. And this is one of the main ways we do that is through these kind of trips where we come and just spend a couple of days in the country with our team, going around, meeting with uh, different officials. And we we're when we're in those meetings with officials, we are asking how can we, how can Lifeline and Lifeline families, how can Lifeline churches best serve the children uh, in this community that we're in contact with. We want to find ways that we can serve. This trip is not only about developing adoption and adoption programs. Yes, that's important, and that's something that we want to be a part of, but it's really also about painting a picture of holistic orphan care. We want to, in our meetings this week, we want to say, how can we serve in other ways? How can we train? How could we uh, do maybe a medical trip or a, a trip with uh, occupational therapists or physical therapists? How could we help children with special needs? What are other ways that we can support and help while we're here? So the, really the purpose of our meeting is to, to paint a picture of the gospel, to paint a picture of holistic orphan care. Yeah, and so what a what a great opportunity to come here to a country like Haiti that that like we've said needs uh, the gospel. It, it desperately needs the gospel, and, and even humbling already. Right? Yesterday we were able to visit one of our our partner. Uh, what a sweet lady that we were working with this Haitian lady, uh, and and just the way she takes care of these sixteen kids in her home. And I think the humbling thing 
right? Josh, as we walk through that home and she lives in one of the rooms with her son in that home. And she has this opportunity to have these two men from America. And in a sense, you could tell she was about to ask for something. And what did she ask for? She asked for, I need some clothes for these kids. I need some, some formula for this little baby with iron deficiency. And, and, and I need teams to come and just love on my staff and love on me. And we've gotten through unadopted to even do a training at this home uh, here in Delma uh, and, and to really care for these caregivers and care for this home. And, and, and so one of the things I just want to do as we set up this trip is, is just to encourage folks to pray for Haiti, yeah. right? Uh, first, there is, as you've seen, just abject poverty. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that even as a Category 5 hurricane is barreling towards this country, pray that that thing wouldn't hit Haiti. Um, Haiti is a country that if, even if it was hit by Category 1, uh, the flooding, the, the rainfall would absolutely decimate this country. This is a country that's had natural disasters. The earthquake yeah. in 2010, uh, other hurricanes that have just absolutely right. flattened this country. Pray for the people and, and pray for, for the Lord just to, to, to intervene for them uh, in yeah. so many ways. What are, what are other ways that yeah. people can be praying for Haiti? I think those are two great ways. Pray for the people and pray for God to intervene and pray for partners here. Um, there are lots of ministry partners um, that are doing some awesome gospel-centered ministry here in Haiti and just pray that they would continue the work and that they would persevere and move forward. We're at one of those right now where we're sitting at Three Angels Child Relief right now at their guest house and just think about the impact that they're having um, here in this community, um, not only through taking care of kids, but also providing medical um, treatment and schooling. But let's just pray uh, for these ministry partners to continue the work. And then let's pray for for stability in the government. I think that's another Mm -hmm. major one that I would pray for today is is we were just going through the town and just talking about government and things. So I just want us to pray uh, for stability in the government and stability um, with things like infrastructure and things that have to do with even the basic necessities of families. Yeah. And one of the things that we've had a lot of conversations about even yesterday uh, was about this the corruption in government and how the people continue to elect corrupt leaders and leaders who really don't care for the people. And then they end up getting upset with the leaders that they elected. And on the way here, I had the opportunity to actually sit next to the mayor of Port-au-Prince and uh, nice guy. But when we landed, you know, Phil Dare, one of the first things he said is he doesn't really seem to have a lot of care and compassion. He's he's a he's an intelligent man, but he seems disconnected from the pain of the people. And I mean, we we pray that the leaders would feel connected to the pain of the people and wouldn't see leadership as an opportunity to get out of the pain, but as an opportunity to make things different. And then also, let's pray for the adoptive families that are in the process of adopting children from Haiti. And that's one of the reasons we're here, right, uh, is, to, is to help families that are in this process. They've been called to Haiti. Haiti is a long, arduous process. And we have seen, even in our short time here already, the kids that need help. So, Josh, just if someone were interested in adoption, yeah. what's the next step? What does adopting from Haiti look like? And you know that firsthand. So yeah. what, what does it look like? Yeah. Adopting adopting from Haiti, um, one of the first things I would say is this is a, um, a process that can be extended, but this is also a process where we need families uh, to step in and do um, this adoption process. Um, and one of the first steps that you can do is that you can uh, give us a call or email. We have a great team of people that would love to talk with you through the requirements. 
uh, of the program. You can go to our website and you can learn more about Haiti and the adoptions from Haiti. Just go to our website and lifelinechild.org and click on the adoption button. And under the adoption button, you'll see the, the countries and Haiti is listed there. Go there and find out more. And then we would love for you to, uh, next step would be to fill out a pre-application. It's a free, less than five minutes uh, application. And it will give us a little bit of information about you so we can reach back out to you. So go to our website, check that out, fill out that pre-application really quick, and then let us give you a call or an email so that we can talk further with your family about what it would be like to, uh, for your family to adopt from Haiti. And then I just, as we close this podcast, uh, we would just ask that you would pray for Josh and I as we do have meetings with the government, as we have meetings with ministry partners, as we even have ministries where we're on U.S. embassies. And, and even as Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through 21, just pray, right, that, that we as ambassadors of Christ, as God making his appeal to us, that we would implore others to be reconciled on behalf of God and that we would preach the gospel, that we would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, who for our sake made himself to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And certainly uh, in a country that um, in a lot of places is very far from God, they need the gospel. They need the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they need the light of the gospel. And just pray that as we are here, but also as others come to Haiti and, and experience this country, as adoptive families come, as mission groups come, that they wouldn't just be thinking of the physical need, but they would also be addressing the spiritual need. When Everywhere we go, we are an ambassador for Christ. And so as we close out this podcast, I do want you to know that for the Defender podcast, you've already be, been introduced to a new feature that we're going to have. Every Monday, we will have a Lifeline Bible study on Monday mornings. On From now on, and we'll actually uh, start this next week, on Wednesdays, we will have an opportunity to pray. And so it'll be a short podcast that'll give you opportunities to know how to pray on behalf of the work of Lifeline and the, 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 the things that are going on at Lifeline. And then on Thursday, days, we will use that to really highlight programs and things that we're doing. Certainly this uh, this schedule may be thrown out as we travel and as we go around the world, but as a whole, Mondays will be Bible study, Wednesdays will be prayer time, Tuesday, Thursdays will be uh, a program point, and then Tuesdays and Fridays will be uh, more of, of getting families and interviews and, and looking at issues of how we can defend Fatherless. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.